0: Your home of the Pens and the best pins coverage. wxdx FM Pittsburgh, an iHeart Radio station. Break the wall, break, break down the walls. Down the break, and watch the world. I saw some commercial on NBC Sports Network about the Olympics. It's United States athletes reciting the lyrics to "America the Beautiful" or "Yankee Doodle Dandy" or some crap like that the glory of representing your country. What a gigantic crock of star-spangled horse manure. International sports competitions like the Olympics have nothing to do with patriotism, except for the, uh, it's just sports. But the teams are picked by geography and not money. Except for the IOC and the networks, they still play for cash. Harbrook Brooks said it best for years after. When the U.S. upset the Soviets in 1980, Herb said, and I quote, it was just a hockey game. If an American wins the downhill or the luge or the snowball fight, it will do zero to lessen poverty in America or lessen racism, and Colin Kaepernick still won't go away. It's nothing to do with being draped in the flag. It's a bunch of games with a bunch of winners, a bunch of losers, a bunch of medals, and the significance in terms of national pride is grotesquely exaggerated. Olympic athletes don't represent America. Alejandro Villanueva, I'm no fan, but he represented America. The troops in Afghanistan represent America. Let's see Lindsey Vaughn try to navigate that slalom. Yo, false patriots who think winning the most medals, the most races, the most events makes us the best country? Guess what? You just made the list! The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing, Kant a name you can trust. Call 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning needs. Got time to take a few calls. we got to ask Mark anything in just a little bit as well. Then from 5.30 till 6, it's the Hockey Night Show. Brought to you by the three wise men, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Why pay another law firm 40% when they only charge 25 uh, speaking of the Olympics, Russia is banned from the Olympics for doping violations, for institutional doping, organized by their Olympic Committee and approved by their government. So there is no Russian team in the Olympics, but there is a Russian athletes' Olympic team. It's all the Russian athletes, but technically not under the flag of the country. You know, just a different name. Boy, that's brutal punishment. They made him change their name a little bit, so go ahead and dope. Kovalchuk and uh, Dotsuk are playing for the Russian Athletes Olympic team. Boy, what a phony baloney bunch of crap that is. We were talking to Jerry Dulac about what Le'Veon Bell might or might not want. Uh, Le'Veon Bell got paid $12.1 million last year. He turned down a contract that would have paid him $30 million over the first two years, $42 million over the first three years, he would have averaged $12 million per year over a five-year contract. If Lev Bell turned that down then, I can't imagine what the Steelers could offer Lev Bell now to get him to sign. Although, again, Lev Bell said that he and the Steelers are closer. He didn't say close. He said closer like Jerry Dulac said. And I said, too, when the Steelers say they're closer, I believe they're closer. I just don't believe pretty much one word Lev Bell says. Suspended twice for drugs, missed the walkthrough, well, all but five minutes, the day before the Jacksonville playoff game, gets into idiocy on Twitter all the time, fancies himself a rap guy, hangs out with Snoopy, yeah, they don't smoke dope, Bell kicked it, it just, I don't believe a single thing Le'Veon Bell says. So when he says they're closer, I take that with the biggest grain of salt imaginable. 412 like you heard Bob and I talking about. The XFL is back, Vince McMahon's Football League. It lasted one year and folded in 2001. It'll last one year and fold in 2020. Here's something that people don't get about Vince. Vince is the, the biggest wrestling promoter ever. Not best, but biggest. There were plenty of guys who put out better product back in the day, but Vince was the biggest bully and figured out how to take it nationally while putting everybody else out of business. But everything Vince has done besides wrestling, he's failed at miserably. He had some bodybuilding supplement called ICAPRO. Bankrupt. The World Bodybuilding Federation, bankrupt. The original XFL, Bankrupt. Uh, He does okay as a movie producer, but that's because it's so closely connected to WWE. Vince is one of those guys, and I worked with plenty like this in wrestling. A lot of people who succeed in wrestling are ashamed because, like, like Vince is the number one promoter, but it's a low-brow product, a low-brow clientele. It serves the lowest common denominator. I was never ashamed. It paid for my house. But you see a lot of guys in wrestling who want to succeed in something else so people can't say, well, you you, you did wrestling great, but, you know, I don't, Yeah, it's kind of low. And Vince wants to be known for more than that. He won't be. This will fail. Uh, I want to go over this quote, too. We read this a bit earlier. Scott Boris, the uh, baseball super agent. He represents all kinds of top-level guys. Represents Garrett Cole, which is why Cole's exit from Pittsburgh. Actually, I take that back. Whoever represented Cole, his exit would have been inevitable. But Scott Morris really took Bob Nutting to the woodshed when he did an interview about why so many top-level players are leaving Pittsburgh for big money elsewhere. Boris said, and I quote, Nutting is sitting on an economic volcano. Where else can you increase the value of your franchise to $1 billion and not have to win anything? They choose not to retain players because they want to make money, unquote. Every single thing Scott Boris said was absolutely true. And there's still, and it goes to show you, I always talk about media stooges in this time, and I get a lot of crap for that, but how can you say that people that don't recognize what Nutting's doing in no uncertain terms like Scott Boris did, how can you say they're not stooging? How can you talk about, well, you know, it's a small market. You can't spend that on this guy or this on that guy. And I say this so much, I should put it on a tape loop, but Bob Nutting's a billionaire and the ninth richest owner in MLB. He can spend whatever the frig he wants. And a lot of owners try to win with their teams in every sport. Bob Notting just wants to make money, like Scott Boris. so unflinchingly set. Penguins of Minnesota tonight at PPG Paints Arena. Casey to Smith in goal again. You know what will kind of get the Natives restless in a perverse way? We've got all the people who are still in love with Mark andre Fleury that want to complain because he's gone and Murray's playing even though it was the right move to make, and the move that every single general manager in the league would have made. Uh, Casey DeSmith, if he wins tonight, and then Murray's back in goal Tuesday, which is the way I think it will go, well, I think, I think DeSmith will be out after tonight, maybe back to Wilkes after tonight, win or lose tonight. If he wins tonight and Muzz goes back in Tuesday, people are going to go crazy, because you're visiting your love for Flurry and turning it into irritation with Murray, but Murray's bought you two Stanley Cups and is going to be a great goalie for the long run. And the kid just lost his dad. He needs a break now more than ever. But it's not that kind of time. I look around where I'm at now, Buford's. I see as many flurry jerseys as I do any other jerseys. I'm begging all of you. He's gone. Get new jerseys. Spend the buck, for God's sake. It's not time to ask Mark anything. 412333. W-X-D-X is the num call. And after that, we're going to have Subway Hockey, not, sorry, old sponsor, uh, the Hockey Night Show, brought to you by Shenderovich, Shenderovich & Fishman. And that's where we talk just hockey. We did a great interview. It got a lot of praise from people that played early in the show yesterday, so we're going to play it to end the show today. That's the interview I did with Casey DeSmith. But right now it's time to ask Mark anything, no holds barred, anything you want. Dial four one two three three wxdx That's 412 wxdx This is Phil Kessa of the Pittsburgh Pans. You're listening to Mark Madden, the best hockey talk on 105.9 The X. Thank you, Phil. Time to ask Mark anything brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar. It's the city's best seafood in Champa, so check out Chapino in the strip. Let's go to George in the car. George, ask Mark anything. Hi, Mark. Hey, I know you yeah. always want to caught on our local media, people. I want to ask you about two real quick. Whatever happened to David Todd, and number two... Well, David Todd's on Twitter, so you can ask him, but uh, uh, he got let go by 970. I really don't know why or what's happened since. What else? Okay, Dave Molinari, why is a Hockey Hall of Fame writer doing uh, as the beat writer for Penn State football? I mean, he did a great job, but I just he kicked somebody off or asked for a change. Do you know? I am just curious. Well, I got some good news. Dave's gonna be doing some hockey stuff starting again tonight. He'll be at the game tonight, looking forward to seeing him. So you're gonna to get to read some more Dave Molinari hockey work in the post gazette, albeit currently without a byline. Let's go to Kyle and Slippery Rock. Kyle, ask Mark anything. Hey Mark, if you had to go fishing with Sarah Flaviano for an entire day, what type of fishing would you want to do? <laughs> I would say drop fishing. Is that the answer you're looking for? Let's go to Bob and Butler. Bob, ask Mark anything. Pull.
1: <sighs> uh, what
0: about, can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Yeah, Liverpool here. Uh, you got me watching it since I retired. I'm loving it. To transfer Coutinho out and bringing in Van Dyke. What do you think going, going forward? They have to get a midfielder before the end of the transfer window, which which is in about a week, if they're going to make the Champions League for next year. Uh, they really are going to lack creativity in midfield. And, and you know what's funny, that'll hurt more against the bad teams than it will the good teams. The teams that that, that play up and down the field, Liverpool can get the ball to Salah and Firmino and Marne if they if they the other team plays that way. But if the other team parks eleven guys in their defensive zone They need a creative midfielder to get through that and couldn't do it against Swansea as we saw in the 1-0 loss uh, just on Monday. So I think they need to get a creative midfielder, although who that is and whether they will, I have no idea. Leaves the line open on Ask Mark Anything. You can ask me anything. I would think that would be intriguing, perhaps not. Let's go to Letty in the car. Letty, Ask Mark Anything. Hi, Mark. Here's my question. Do you have any input as to who the advertisers are on your show? I realize, you know, that's prime prime spot, but I'm just curious. Do you have input if you don't care for a particular restaurant or a vendor or something? Do you have to approve it? Uh, Laddie? if you uh, put money into my show, I will learn to like whatever your product is. (laughs) Now, now, how how long have you been listening to the show? Oh, probably going on three years. Okay, a, a long time ago, probably before your time, you sound like a young lady, we had an endorsement by Libyan dictator Muammar Gaddafi. Oh. <laughs> he used to listen to the show online. He really liked it, so he he did an ad. Oh, funny. That was back yeah, in I... 1250. Jim Colony uh, did the voiceovers. He's very, uh, well, Mr. Gaddafi's dead now, but... Uh, Colony was a big follower of his and a big believer in his tenets. Nice. Wonderful. Thank you you for the call, Eddie. Let's go to Virgil in the Hill District. Virgil, ask Mark anything. What up, Mang? What up, Mang? Do you think, even though it's it's really not competition, but the NFL is going to be happy that the XFL comes back for the sheer fact that's one more avenue for those teams to evaluate talent? Um... So you're implying it as a feeder league. Yeah, they don't, they don't have NFL Europe anymore. They don't let kids come out of college until they're, what, juniors or, or whatever. So, I mean, the first run, a lot of those guys stuck. Tommy Maddox, Rod Smart, I mean, there's, there's a host of them. So do you think they're not going to hurt the NFL's product? It's going to be a joke, uh, but it's one more avenue for those teams who maybe can't see somebody to see someone. Well, yeah, and there were very few XFL players who uh, went to the NFL back in 01, although one was very significant here in Pittsburgh. Uh, the MVP of that only, NFL, only XFL season was Tommy Maddox, who, of course, started yeah. a, a couple seasons here in Pittsburgh for the Steelers. And the, and the really dumb thing is, I don't understand it, Whenever he said it in his press conference, it's going to be faster. Than the NFL football. If these guys can't make it to the league, how's their product going to be better, faster? Than well, NFL yeah, but football you, football. you know what? He said faster. I think he meant that the games will take less time. He said he wants the playing time of a game to be two hours from start to finish to fit into an American's attention span. If he can do that, more power to him. Let's go to Soup in Bridgeville. Soup. Ask Mark anything. Super genius. I heard you say you and your mom like that 70s show. I was wondering, what's your favorite character from that show? That's actually a real good question. Can I narrow it down to two? Go for it. I think uh, Ashton Kutcher as Kelso is the best idiot in the history of TV. Yeah, I agree. There has never been a better idiot in the history of TV. And I can only quote lines like uh, in the first season when Jackie goes, Michael, I'm going to the prom with somebody else. And he's way more charming and way better looking and way smarter and just better in every way. And Kelso goes, Well, damn, Jackie, that could be anybody. <laughs> that is, yeah, and and that then is and then uh, my second favorite, Red Foreman. I mean, how uh, how can you not like Red Foreman? That's everybody everybody in, in the seventies, which is when I was grew up, knew a dad that was like Red Foreman. In fact, I knew several. Thank you for the call. Uh let's go to uh Tom in Greenfield. Tom, ask Mark anything. Hey, are there any uh, new startup restaurants you've tried over the past six months? No, thank you for the call. Go online. Go to, like, what's that? There's some website that reviews all the restaurants. I forget what it's called. Uh, Wait, here it is, yelp.com. Why ask me? I eat at the same places all the time. I still haven't, I still haven't quite gotten over from the Pittsburgh Steak Company closing down. That was like a three times a week place. Now I just wander the streets with glassy eyes. That could be the marijuana. Let's go to uh, Chris in Upper Saint Clair, real quick. Chris, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, just wondering if you ever, if you think that professional soccer will ever go mainstream in the United States? Uh, no more than it is right now. Thanks, Chris. Up next, we still want calls. Hockey calls only. The Smith and Goal again tonight. The rumor is Ian Cole is going to be in for somebody. The Penguins have a few defensemen banged up. Pens and Wild. Let's get Wild here on the Mark Madden Show. It's the Hockey Night Show just around the corner. I'm live at Beaufort's 105.9. It's the X at 1059 Hockey Night Show with your host, Mark Madden. Brought to you by Shendorovich, Shendorovich and Fishman. On your home for the best pens coverage and the best hockey talk. 1059 the X. We got that Casey DeSmith interview coming up. I'm live at Bufords on Fifth Avenue. Let's go right to the phones. Uh, Michael in Charleston. Michael, you're on the Mark Ma- on uh, the Hockey Night Show. Mark, how are you? Good. Good, man. Hey, just following up here, what do we got at the uh, the street for the sellout attendance for the Penguins these days? Oh, God, it's like four, 400, 500. I don't know. It's so high and so automatic, I don't even bother to keep track. Why? I, I know it. It, it. So that's a record at this point, I would assume, right? Oh, I don't think it's an NHL record. I think they've sold out every game in Montreal and Toronto, uh, dating back probably to the 60s or 50s. Oh, awesome. All right, man. Appreciate your time. That, thanks for the call. Let's go to Chuck in Bethel Park. Chuck, you're on the Hockey Night show. Double M, what up? Hey, Chuck. Yeah, my my uh, question to you is uh, the dressing of Ryan Reeves. Like uh, the night, the other night when we played Carolina, they didn't dress Reeves, and you saw a lot more chippiness towards Sid and uh, Hornquist. And um, my my question is, uh, we saw a lot of that last year. Well, you and, always um, see chippiness against Hornquist. So Ryan Reeves not being in there had nothing to do with that. That's just the way Patrick Hornquist plays. Uh, If you're asking me if I would dress Ryan Reeves, yes, I would dress him every single game. Uh, I I think the impetus for not dressing him against Carolina was they didn't want to use Jake Gensel at center, and if you move him to wing, then a wing had to come out of the lineup. So it was Ryan Reeves. But uh, if you're asking me who would help more in a playoff game or in a tight division game, JSD or Ryan Reeves, I would put Jake Gunsel at center and use Ryan Reeves. Uh, If you don't play Ryan Reeves very much the rest of the way or in the playoffs, boy, then that was a crap trade. Just a crap trade. Me, I'd play Reeves. I think he's done his job exactly as I imagined he would. And I know that Crosby and Malkin feel a lot better when Ryan Reeves is in the lineup. Let's go to uh, Stephen in Beaver. Stephen, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Why in the he double hockey sticks don't they extend the power play throughout the period and at the end of the game? Can you answer me that? What do you mean throughout oh, the, the period? Like if it ends with you know thirty seven seconds left in the period and then the team takes a penalty, it's a two minute penalty. Why don't they just extend it? It breaks up the power play to thirty seven seconds and then a minute and you know twenty three. So
1: they're not what, really. What effect? What effect do you possibly think that, that would have?
0: What's that? Yeah, that, that, that's a stupid idea. Goodbye. That's that, that. I don't see any damage done to the power play by it being broken up between two periods. I just don't. Let's go to Michael in Greenfield. Michael, you're on the Hockey Night Show. How you doing, Mark? Good. Real quick, Michael. So after the uh, All-Star break, how many games are left? Like 35, something like that? What's the percentage um, of games you think we're, we're going to have to win to get to the playoffs? Oh, uh, I answered this question just the other day. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how many games are left. It's 30-something or maybe 30 on the nose. They'll have to win two of every three to be sure to make the playoffs. All right, thank you. Or maybe, like, if there's 30 games left, they'd have to go 20-10 and 10, or maybe 18-10-2, you know, with a few overtime losses mixed in there. Up next, it's the man of the hour, the man with the power, too sweet to be sour, making his fourth straight start tonight for your Penguins in the Nets. It's Casey DeSmith. Uh, We did the interview yesterday early in the show. If you weren't listening, you'll really enjoy it. If you were listening, you'll probably enjoy it, too, because I think it's one of the better hockey interviews we've had on the program uh, in recent times. So I'm Mark Madden, live at Buford's on 5th. I'll be back with Casey DeSmith, the Penguins goalie, here on Subway Hockey Night. Excuse me, Hockey Night Show. God, 105.9.